You're blessed this evening with an Old Testament and New Testament passage wrapped up into one. I mean, it's not surprising, after all. It is one story. It's God's story. It's our story, too. But it's not the only story out there, is it? I mean, we just got through, uh, we just survived a marathon federal election in this country, filled with political platforms and messages about what Canada's story is, or rather what the people in power want it to be. We've heard lots about the economy, about justice, about protection, about the need for change. And when it was all said and done late Monday night, our newly chosen Prime Minister uh, gave a victory speech chock full of optimism. Full of promises for better days ahead under his new leadership. This week we've been offered a story about our own great potential together. And this is the hope of many Canadians, many people around the world, uh, whether we voted Liberal, Conservative, NDP, Green, any of the eight things in this round. <laughs> but the story being told in our scripture passage strikes a very different tone. On the surface, they might seem similar. Jesus travels around, followed by crowds of people, hoping that he will help them. An even more hopeful passage of justice and restoration is heard right afterwards from Isaiah. But Matthew's quotation of Isaiah here in the middle of his gospel um, is not just quoting to Jesus' exceptional leadership qualities or his remarkable human potential. No, Matthew is clearly connecting the story of Jesus of Nazareth with the story of God Almighty. Jesus' work, when we see Jesus at work, Matthew insists, we're seeing God at work. Isaiah 42, from which Matthew quotes, makes it clear that it is the living God's own presence and power that will be Israel's hope. That God's chosen servant, upon whom his own spirit rests, is the means by which the Lord himself will bring about true justice and deliverance. This passage reminds us of, of Jesus' baptism narrated in the third chapter of Matthew's Gospel, where the Holy Spirit descends upon Jesus, and the Father proclaims him as his own beloved Son. The triune God is here. In Jesus, God himself is with us. This beloved Son, this chosen servant of God, is also the eternal Lord. And in him, God's upside-down kingdom is revealed. Or better yet, our upside-down world and its ways are shown for what they really are. In proclaiming justice to the nations, this servant does not exalt himself violently above others or trample on the lowly. He does not run roughshod over the weak or ignore the sick and the suffering. He does not loudly praise the power and the potential of the strong to grasp for themselves the victory to win it for themselves. Instead, he humbly and faithfully makes known the victory of God. He will not break a bruised reed nor quench a smoldering wick until he brings justice to victory. And in his name, the Gentiles, the nations, will hope. Are we feeling like bruised reeds tonight? Or wicks about to burn out? Are we the ones? Is this us in need of mercy and deliverance today? Is it our loved ones? 
Is it our nation? Is it our enemies? Friends, God has not forgotten us, battered and bruised as we may be. And God's victory does not come at the expense of the poor and the powerless. The gospel of God in Jesus Christ, which flows all through the scriptures, tells us over and over again that the real hope is not about us. It's not about our vision or our strength or our human potential, together or alone. But it's about the living God of grace who gave himself for us and to us. This story, our story, is not one of fixing ourselves up, but of hopeful surrender to our merciful Savior who alone can rescue us. God's ways are not the world's ways. They're not even our ways. But his ways are the only way that offer us real hope. Jesus Christ, the beloved and chosen servant of the Father, offers himself to us and to all. He is God with us, bringing about God's good kingdoms. It's God's good kingdom. And we are blessed to be invited and to live in his justice and his peace through his presence and his power among us. So may we, like the crowds, follow him and be cured, finding our help in God's presence and power, not our own. And may we too believe that God, may we believe God's good news of deliverance and justice that cares for the burned out and the broken. And may we make known in our words and in our lives the risen Lord Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit and to the glory of God the Father, who alone is the real hope of all the nations, and who is our hope even today.